This is an All Ears English podcast episode 393. The one huge mistake you're making when you ask for directions in English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast downloaded more than 10 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection. With your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. Are you guilty of asking for directions by only saying the name of the place you want to get to in the form of a question? Find out how to stop that bad habit now. Hey guys, we want to know what you think about All Ears English. Go right now to the iTunes store and leave a review. If we read your review in the iTunes store, we'll announce your name on the show. Thanks for reviewing the show, guys. What's going on, Michelle? How are you doing today? I'm doing well, Lindsay. How are you? I'm good, but, you know, recently I've been running into some lost tourists and it's just driving me crazy. Oh, no. <laughs> What's going on? No, no, it's not so bad. Uh-huh. I always enjoy helping a tourist. And, you know, a lot of people think that Bostonians and New Yorkers are just sort of gruff and not friendly. But I think people are usually willing to help you out. If you phrase your question in the right way, if you need directions and you're confused. So, Michelle, today we're talking about how to ask for directions in a polite way, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, a few weeks ago, I was on my merry way to my um, my running group, my Tuesday evening running group, where we go running around the Charles River. Uh-huh. And someone came up to me and he just said, Charles River? Oh, oh no. <laughs> right. And so... I, I realized, because I know that this happens a lot, right, with international visitors to Boston. So I knew that he was asking for directions. But I'm afraid that people who don't encounter this very much, like American people, might have no idea. They might not. It's just, it's a little bit rude, isn't it? It's a little bit. What do you think, Michelle? It's, it's, I mean, a, little how does it abru- it's a little bit abrupt. and A little bit abrupt. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There's something just wrong with it. <laughs> yeah. So we have to put some little words around it to make it more polite, to make the person feel comfortable and make them feel like they want to help you. Michelle, do you have a similar... Did you have a similar problem, a situation? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, just the other day I was at the train and um, this woman, I felt bad, you know? She was just saying like the... Uh, whatever street I was on, like, she's like, oh, grow, like, uh, I forget which street I was on, like, 14th Street, like, 14th Street, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, what? And I was trying to help her, but, you know, unfortunately, it was kind of difficult. So it would have been better if she had um, used some different language to ask me. Yeah, it's just, it is just a little bit abrupt. And it may be that these people just didn't have the right language, but that's why you guys are listening to All Ears English. And we're going to give you the right language in case you don't have it. Right. So we're going to give you guys four phrases today that you can use to ask for directions. So you don't just say the destination with a question mark at the end. Okay. Just don't do it. It's rude. (laughs) It doesn't make the person want to help you very much. Yeah, exactly. All right. So let's keep it simple. I mean, this is what we learn on day one, right? With in our textbooks. It's pretty simple, but you know, what is it? It's, hi, where's the Charles River, right? That's what he could have said. Hi, where is the Charles River, right? Right, right, exactly. Hi, where is the? Just as simple as that, right? 
All you have to do is add a few words before that and it changes the entire tone. It changes the way you come off, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. What else could we say? What else could this person have said? Okay, well, I mean, I think excuse me is always a good opener, right? Yeah, yeah. So you could say, excuse me, how do I get to the Charles River? Get to the Charles River, right. We use that uh, verb all the time, get. How do I get there? How do I arrive there, right? Right, right, exactly. And the other one? Uh, Another one would be, you know, hi, what's the best way to get to the Charles River? What's the best way? So making a little more nuanced, a little more, you know, specific in terms of what we want to ask. What's the most direct way? Right, right. And then another one, I think we could say like, hi, is the Charles River nearby? Or you maybe even is it near here? Something mm-hmm. like that. Is it near here? Right. So these are all just just adding a few words, but will really they'll really change the interaction here. Right. You know, and I think today's episode is going to be pretty simple. We're just warning against a common thing that a lot of international travelers and tourists do that we've seen personally. We've witnessed a right. bunch of times. Right. And we just want to tell you guys to try to add a little bit of nuance to your to your phrase <laughs> try right. a little bit harder okay right exactly okay yeah yeah so michelle here we are in boston you want to ah. ask me for some directions i'm glad you made it up to boston to oh, hang out oh it's so nice up here i'm enjoying it but i have a question for you Lindsay. yeah sure what so, how yeah yeah so hey Lindsay. i mean how do i get to harvard university Ooh, that's a good question. Well, right now you're at Park Street, so you need to get on the red line headed towards Alewife and get off at Harvard. It's pretty simple. And you'll be there at Harvard University, right in the center of the Ivy League. Oh, okay. Awesome. Thank you. (laughs) Great. So which phrase did you use there? Okay, so I said, hey, Lindsay, how do I get to? Mm, How do I get to? Yeah, good, good. Good. So again, you didn't just say, hey, Lindsay, Harvard University, right? (laughs) You didn't didn't say that. That would be a little bit weird. Right, right. This is a little more natural. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If this is your year to finally score a seven on your IELTS speaking test, you should come to our new webinar coming up on Wednesday, September 23rd at five o'clock New York, Boston time. We'll show you one new hot speaking strategy that we haven't talked about on the podcast. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash N-E-W to register for your spot because the spaces are going to fill up fast. See you guys at allearsenglish.com forward slash N-E-W. Now let's go to New York. Okay. Let's let's go to New York, Michelle. That was a fast flight, right? It's a fast flight. So, (laughs) Michelle, uh, (laughs) you know, that new place called the Highline, it's pretty cool, isn't it? What's that about, by the way? I mean, what did they... That's a new development. Uh, Yeah, a few few years now. So, you know, it's getting older, but it's still yeah. like this new concept. It's very nice. Um, basically, the High Line is on um, old railroad tracks and they've made it into an urban park where you are actually, you feel like you're just like walking in between the buildings of New York City, but you're elevated and it runs for, I don't know how many blocks, maybe like 20 blocks, maybe a little more, a little less. I don't know, but it's amazing. It's one of my favorite places in the city. Yeah, that's right. I think that's happening in a lot of cities now in the U.S. is this kind of, or probably in the world, you know, transforming urban spaces, right? We're taking train tracks, taking like old deserted areas and turning right. them into a park or a, a gathering space. It's pretty cool, you know? Yeah, this one's awesome. I really love it. 
Yeah. So because it's so cool, I mean, I want to go. So, so, (laughs) you know, here I am in Chelsea. And so is the High Line nearby or where do I have to go? Oh, yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, the High Line, it's right around here. So all you do is you're going to walk west. Okay. So walk pretty much as almost as far west as you can go. (laughs) And then I believe there's an entrance at 18th Street and maybe 14th Street. Like there are a few uh, entrances. You can't miss it. Great. Do I have to pay anything to get onto the High Line? No, it's free. Oh, wow. That's awesome. It's a nice way to see the sunset, right? Because the sun... I mean, have you been up there to see the sunset before? Not real. I feel like I always miss the sunset. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but I should. That's a great idea. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you for those directions, Ms. Michelle. In that case, I asked, is the destination, is the High Line nearby? Yeah. Right. So I didn't come to you and say, Michelle, High Line? Right. No. <laughs> right. And something that I think, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but a phrase I really like is you can't miss it. Ooh, that's a good one. You can't miss it. So right. what does that mean when you tell me, you know, just walk west yeah. and you can't miss it? Right. It's like, maybe I don't know. Maybe I know exactly the directions. But in this case, I'm like, I think there's an entrance here. I think there's an entrance there. But usually you might say, oh, you can't miss it. Um, Just meaning like you, you'll know when you're there. And even if you try to not find it, like you can't get lost. Yeah, you're just trying to say that it's pretty obvious. It's very obvious. That's it, right? It's like a huge wall or something right, that you can't exactly. miss. Right, <laughs> exactly. It's a huge... Like, yeah, so... Yeah, so, very cool. In my case, it was good to use that because I wasn't exactly 100% sure about it. So I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, just walk that way. You can't miss it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, you know, this is good because, Michelle, I want to say for our listeners, you know, sometimes when we're in a new country and we're visiting, like even if we've been working on our English for years, it's easy to feel nervous when it comes to that moment to approach a local person. And that might be why some of some people are kind of reverting back to the simple location and the question. Right. Just make it easy. Yeah. To make it easy. But guys, when you're traveling, that's an opportunity and you have to be willing to make a mistake. So we want to challenge you guys today to go and use one of these four phrases when you're asking for directions. Yeah. Don't just revert back to Highline, right? <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. Put some words around what you're saying. Build that connection with that person and you'll have a much more pleasant interaction and you'll improve your English. Right. And another thing is, I mean, when I asked you where Harvard was and you gave me like a whole list, right? And I sometimes did. directions can be confusing. You just hear it and you're like, ah, okay, thank you, right? And you right. completely forget how to get there. And then you're mm. going to take one step at a time and keep on asking people. So if you, <laughs> right. if I don't know, that happens to me. So if you, if you want to get, if I wanted to do to repeat it, right? I could have just said to you, okay, so I just. Right, right. And that's kind of okay. like encouraging you to repeat yourself and maybe make some more gestures. Right, right. And I think that's a really good point. So how do you add if you haven't caught everything or if you want to summarize what you've heard from the person giving you directions? How do you do that? And that's a really good point, Michelle. Let's cover that in a different episode, because I think that deserves an entirely new episode in itself. Because it's a good one. Especially and especially with asking directions like you got that laundry list of directions and you're like oh but it can be embarrassing like I've definitely had it or then I have to ask directions and then you're still not sure and then you have to ask again oh no so that just guys know okay so I just and if you say it like that that can encourage them but yeah let's definitely take this to another episode and yeah I'm looking forward 
Yeah. So guys, don't worry if you didn't quite understand that last part. We're going to expand on that and show you exactly how to do it in a future episode. If you keep coming back to All Ears English, you'll get what you need. And so come back to our blog, allearsenglish.com, type in 392 in the search bar and let us know if you've been guilty of doing this, (laughs) going up to a local person and asking for the destination just with the question mark and tell us what you would have said instead. Give us, give, you know, give yourself a chance to practice those phrases that you learned with us today. Yes. Very nice, Michelle. I will see you next week and have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you're taking your IELTS exam this fall, get our free IELTS checklist, the seven easy steps to a seven or higher on the IELTS. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.